Now we're rolling Damage Plan MMA Podcast. I'm Jason, as always, my co-host, Zach Partridge, in the house. What up, dog? What up, Holmes? I'm just excited to be recording, man. I hate yeah. waiting until Tuesday, man. Mondays was like, cool, you know, it's okay. We're... We wanted to record like Saturday night, Sunday sometimes. We I know. Wait till Monday, now it's Tuesday. Specific fights, fight nights, we're like, dude, we got we to gotta record right now. Um. Hey, you wanted to talk about some things before we uh, before we got started. Well, yeah, one. Um, well, I'll start with. So everybody has like their one fight that made them fall in love with MMA. Yeah, I think mine was Robbie Lawler versus Rory McDonald. Is that what he's known for? That fight. Is he kind of known for the, just that that fight? I mean, dude, Rory was great. Was he? Was he great? I don't think he was. I don't know if I would put, I don't know if I would consider him great. I think that fight was great. Before that fight. I mean, wow. who, who, did, who, wow. Did, who's he, who's he beat? Before that fight. Who's he beat? He beat Woodley. <clears throat> yeah, Nate Diaz, right? Mike Pyle, BJ Penn, Jake Ellenberger, lost to Robbie Lawler, split decision. That was the that was the fight, right? Da- no, Damian Maya, Tyron Woodley. Was- then he lost to Robbie again in the fifth round. That was the that was the that one. That was right? the one. He was never really the same after that. Beat Douglas Lima. All right. All right. You're right. I don't know if I'd put him up there as great. I don't know, dude. I don't know. That's tough. That's tough for me. You're going to put him at great? What's up, Mason? I think you're he was say he's great. You're going to say great? He was at one point. Like... I mean, I do. I'd like the win against Penn because that was Penn. Penn was he was still riding a little high back then. That was uh, ten yeah. years. That was ten years ago. Yeah, I mean, look at Ellenberger's a good win. Maya Woodley. Yeah, I mean, he does got a win against Lima, but then Lima beat him. I I don't know. I can't put him at great. I'm not going to put him at great. I'll put him at good. That's where I'm at. I'm at good. Do you think it was the right move for him to step down? Yeah. You know, he's had a great career. It's been a long time. Um, yeah. It, it, it's been this. He's never been the same since that fight. And, like, you only have so many wars. And um, you only have so many wars in you. Yeah. You know, and. And he had some great ones. When you're getting knocked out in PFL, he was one of those ones that went over to PFL that thought they kind of, I think he kind of thought it would be like the easy million. Him and Pettis. Him and Pettis. Him and Pettis. You know, but here's the thing. Once you start going downhill, you're still fighting young, hungry lions. And even if you're not in the UFC, it's still tough. You know, he went over and claimed Bellator gold, right? Yeah. PFL. It's just, dude, it's just time. It's been through a lot of wars. 
It's all good. It's what do you think about what, a great career. what do you think about the news with Shane Burgos going over to PFL? He's probably the first fighter in his prime leaving the UFC to go to PFL. Like legit in his prime, like right now like going into his he's prime. Just be, he's just he's just be that a marquee guy for the UFC, right? Yeah. He's a top 15 featherweight. And basically he got offered a deal, went to the UFC, said, this is what PFL is offering me. Can you match it? And they said, no, good luck. And, and this was the second time PFL has tried to get him. PFL, PFL tried to get him once, once before and he turned it down. Yeah, and he he didn't give the exact figures, but he said it was six figures that he turned down to stay with the UFC because he loved the UFC and he loved what they did for him. What's up, Mike? Thanks for tuning yeah. in, bro. It was just, but it, it's just business, right? It's not personal. Yeah. it's just business. And I think the UFC understands that, and Shane Burgos understands that, and the PFL understands that. And we're getting to the point where this abundancy of there's so many good young talented fighters that I think I think we're going to see this more and more. I think we're going to see fighters cut their teeth in other promotions and then come over as contenders like Michael Chandler has. And then I think we're going to see the other way where people come up through the ranks, through the UFC, get a little star power that another promotion's willing to pay more for to bring to, like Shane Burgos. Because, yeah. I mean, for whatever you think about him, he's never been in a boring fight. No. Probably never going to be a UFC champion. No. But never he, been in a boring fight. He brought up so, something really. Oh, go ahead. So I yeah, I'm just saying it's been. I don't know. He yeah. he brought up a really good, interesting point. Uh, I was listening to him on the MMA Hour Ariel Hawani show in his interview, and he talked about how the UFC gave him this platform to be able to go and do this. And he appreciated everything that the UFC does. A lot of the behind the scene things that people don't see and they don't hear about when they talk about fighter pay. He talked about hey, fighters, though. He said, fight week, they treat you like a freaking king. He said everything. Your food is taken care of. They have a physical therapist on site. They had a girl there to braid his hair for his to, to get his hair braided. Like all these things are taken care of. They roll out the red carpet for these guys. And that's something that doesn't get talked about enough, I don't think. I would agree. I would agree, you know, and, and, and people just say, oh, they don't like the expense that they, they put on a show, they, they, that they, they, they shoulder to put on a show and try and take care of the fighters. A lot of that is taking care of them in a way that the best fighters in the world should be taken care of. Yeah. And I think some of them take for granted and maybe forget a little bit about those smaller shows. Maybe they just don't value it, but I think the UFC does what they can to genuinely try and take care of their fighters yeah in those what, areas what i really liked about this whole situation was the ufc was like hey man go get your bag like go get your money they, they weren't trying to like hold him back they weren't trying to you know tie him down they said hey man if you can go make more money go make more money great good for you we want you to be able to make more money and provide for your family you're not they're they're not dogging him as he's leaving over there. Yeah. Because he's not loyal. Right. You know what I mean? It's like they're they're supporting this guy's decision. I mean, you know, I'm sure I'm his- sure they're frustrated. You know, they invested, I'm sure they're frustrated, but I don't think they're taking it personal. And I think no, 
it's it's business is business and it always should be that way and in especially when you, if, it, if you're dealing with business business is business like friendships aside relationships aside business is business and he had to make a business decision and he did a very good one from what it sounds like yeah. He said he, he said at the end of his contract he will be a multimillionaire. Good for him. Multimillionaire. Good for him. He, he didn't give specific numbers, but good for him. He he said this well, his first fight. fight will, a two season deal. Two season deal. He said his first fight he will make more than he's made fighting in the UFC in one fight. It's pretty impressive. I mean, why wouldn't you do it, right? It's not right. like he's go- going in there and fighting cans. Like he he said, I think the first season, if I'm not mistaken, he's staying at 145, but he might end up going up to 150 because of the weight cuts because he has to fight so many times a year. Ooh. But that 145 is that Brendan Longy guy's there. There's some killers in 145 on PFL. And he, I thought his interview was great. He he said, he's like, Hey man, I'm still, these guys are UFC caliber guys. I can't go in there thinking that I can just take these guys' heads off because it's not going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Good for him, man. Really good for him. Um, what else? Any other news we got to talk about UFC this weekend, baby. It's a good card. Good fights on the card. Dude. Okay. How, how good of a card is it? You're looking at solid. It. Solid. Could we have done a little bit better on a on a on a uh, co-main event? Could we have gotten a better co-main Maybe. event? Maybe. See, I'm not. I loved. I love Aldo, Davish Lili. I'm not. I'm not sold on Cost, Costa and Rockhold as being the co-main. Hmm. August, you just don't hop on the live, but fight week hits different. Jason, Asian like fine wine. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, brother. Appreciate it, man. <laughs> I'm on an arm day in forever. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, I, I think it's a good card. Obviously, I'm going to go. But there's nothing really that's like, I bet it's going to be a banger. I'm going to, who, who am I? Who am I? Who am I trying to fool? It's going to be great. It's going to be great. Yeah. It's going to be sick. Should we recap uh, this weekend's fights? Pretty yeah. damn good card. We we said yeah. it. We called it when we talked about it. People people were sleeping on the card, and people yeah. were sleeping on it. And it ended up being a banger. Uh, first fight of the night, we had Yusuf Salah and Demond Blackshear ended up in a draw. Um, I did not see that fight. Did you watch that one? It was. I mean it back and forth. I guess the um I'm guessing the point deduction, right? Who got the point deduction? See, I didn't see it. Who had the point deduction? Oh, man. You know, I want to say the law was up and got a point deduction. I'm sure Mason will help uh, us out. Dude, for whatever reason, I can't remember that one. Majority draw. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I didn't see it. So, anyways, draw. Don't see him too often. Ready for this? I think we should see more of them. How does that work on pay? How does that work? Do they do they both get a win bonus? Probably not. Half. See that? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Josh Quinlan makes his UFC debut in style. Laying out. 
<sighs> laid him out, um, which we thought. I think Josh Quinlan has the touch of death. Because he didn't that even was... have to load that. He didn't even have to load that hook or anything. It's all the picograms, bro. Picograms. <laughs> How much do you think that makes a difference? The fact that it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. I don't think it matters. If you're on them currently, if you're doing something, yes. But if you used to take it, it doesn't do anything now. It ain't doing anything for you now. Right. Uh, Tyson Nam, surprise. We both were on Ode Osborne. Ode's tried to get a little cute, got a little fancy. Yeah. And Tyson Nam sat his ass down. Quit, quit jumping. Quit jumping. Yeah, I, we just I timed like that it. second one. It's like, you want to keep oh, perfect. threatening this flying knee? Big. Yeah, perfect. Oh, dude, how could we forget before we go on to the next fight? Our boy Mitch, Mitch Ramirez, Ramirez whew, like scary. I text you and I said, I watched that guy's fight. And I, I know that. you did. I'm like, Mitch is going to beat this kid. Credit. Like, yeah, he, he, dude, he looked like a killer. He was, he stalked that kid for 40 seconds and for 40 whole seconds. Dude, he threw that leg kick to the body, kind of folded him. And then that uppercut, I mean, it didn't even look like it. Everything he was throwing was hurting that kid. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did oh, you yeah. hear the po his post fight speech? No, I didn't. Oh, dude, he he, he went. Oh, he went off. Oh, he went off. Oh, and Desmond, yeah, Mitch just brought up Desmond. I text you there. I'm like, dude, that was like KO of the year. That flying knee, whoo, brutal. Put his lights out. Slept him. That was a good. That was a fun card. That was fun. Anyways, all right, we'll, we'll get back to uh, the UFC. Gabriel Benitez KOs oh, Charles Ontiveros. We knew that. Uh, split decision, Nina Nunez and Cynthia Calvillo. We thought Calvillo was going to win that one. I missed that fight too. And Cynthia and Nina Nunez, I thought she, she pretty clearly won. And then and then she retired after. Mm -hmm. She wants to have more kids. Good for her. Oh, is that Good what it was? Mm -hmm. Yeah, she wants and to have more babies. Amanda's not carrying the kids, right? Yeah, it was Nina, Nina that Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. Uh, Martin Boudet, this was a lot closer fight. Than we we anticipated. Yeah. Split decision. Uh and Angela Hill comes through and gets a big win against Lupi Godinez. I decision. Uh, <laughs> Got that one wrong. Uh, now we're gonna have to that means we're gonna have to see her again. She's 14 and 12, just setting the world on fire. Setting the world on fire. Uh Gerald Mersart, you called it. You said there's some value there, and there was value. Tons of value. Submission. Choked him, Choked him out. Merchant, guillotine choke. Um, is another he one we... Best, is he the second best submission artist ever at middleweight net behind Damian Maya? Dude, he's pretty slick. He's pretty freaking slick, man. Other Rear than Damian Maya, who can you say is better than him? Dude, look at his wins. Choke, 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 choke. He gonna catch your neck. Choke, choke. Dude, every fight he wins, choke, a body kick. Armbar, choke, choke, Kimura, choke, crazy, snatching next. Five seconds. Yeah, that was a letdown. <laughs> um, how about our uh, zombie girl just just bringing it to Lipsky? Scary. She had nothing. Scary. Scary. Dude, she she might be coming into her own right now. Zombie girl. She's looked pretty good the last two fights. Scary. Pretty good the last two fights. Yeah, she's not trying to rip somebody's eyeballs out and just and just fight them. She's pretty good. 
Uh, Mirzakhanov gets the ground and pound win in the third round against Devin Clark. Don't pick against undefeated Don't Russians. Not pick. Oh, you know what? Blake sent me a text. He he said there's something we need to add to this. Let me tell you oh. what it is. Blake says he has a new rule for picking fights. Ninety. It works ninety nine percent of the time. If the fighters they are promoting has a highlight from pre Reebok Bud Light deal, they will automatically lose. That's a pretty good stat. That's pretty good. Wait, what? So if the fighter had, if the fighter, if they're promoting a fighter, and he has highlights pre Reebok and Bud Light deal, they automatically lose. So basically, the older fighters. So if they've been in too long and they're so if they've been in too long, yeah, pre Reebok, so Reebok or Venom, then they're good. They're good. Yeah, they're good. All right. Interesting little stat there by our boy Blake Arulian. Who will be at UFC press? He got the press, press passes. I'm jealous. I'm a little jealous. Not gonna lie. Um, I I need to go back and rewatch this fight against the two girls. I'm not even gonna try to pronounce their name. It was awesome. Once, but I heard it was great. No, it was a didn't, banger. It was awesome. They were great. They totally delivered. And didn't Dana go out and talk to the girl, the 20 year old girl after? Yeah. Kind of give her props after. Yeah. Um, Six dude, five. and then another another fight that was a banger. Your boy Nate Landewear and David Onami. Don't ever say my boy. He he still like within like when he starts doing his taunting stuff too. And in the, in the, my yeah. dad my dad immediately goes, I can see why you don't like him. He's just annoying. He Onami yeah. gassed himself out. He gassed himself out in that first round. But he he, he tried. He tried. He Fatigue's did try. A, he did. Fatigue's a beast, but he he tried, and I. I think he hurt him a few, hurt Landaware a few times. Oh, he uh, hurt him, uh, especially in the first round. I just, yeah, he I, does. Mike, he loves him. He loves him. Mike, we're gonna fight next. How about that? <laughs> um, and then the main event, man. Uh, we were both on Cheeto Vera. Does does Cruz need to hang him up? Well, the, now the question is, what are you fighting for? Yeah, what is he fighting for? At this what point? are you fighting for? Because you're 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 not a championship fighter anymore, probably, Dom. He's father time I, has caught up with him. Yeah, and the sport has evolved. You know, when he first came in, he was a killer. Look, he's great. He, well, let's, he's one let's of the not greatest. get it twisted. He was up two one going into that fourth round, and the round he lost, it's not like he lost bad. Like yeah. I thought, some people thought he was up three zero. Um, he wasn't, but, uh, and I, and then I saw somebody else say, I hate it when they say he was winning till he wasn't. Well, that's, that tells the story. He was, but that's how quick the sport could turn and it's okay. I thought it was more of a, I mean, don't get me wrong. I felt Cruz was winning. Um, it felt felt like Cheeto was, he was just playing the game. I think he was just, he was working on that timing and. That's that's a that's a tricky game to play with Cruz, um, because you get outpointed a lot. Here, ready for a stat? Yeah, Cruz in his first twenty three fights never got dropped. He's been dropped seven times in his last five fights. Ooh, ooh. How about uh? Did you see Eric Nixick's tweet about? How he yeah, keeps dipping like his head. A minute, minute and a half yeah. before it happened. Just right after. It's 
crazy watching the replay of him doing that. Every time he threw that, he was dipping. It didn't even look like it connected. The kick didn't even look until you watch it in slow motion and seen his nose shatter. Yeah. It didn't even look like it was like did, what did you think about Cheeto after saying that his his style was low level? Um I felt like that was kind of a cheap shot. Yeah, I mean maybe he not cheap shot the right word. I just don't think that that's really fair to say. But he circled back after and did say, hey, look, he's one of the greats. I just felt like I could be – I mean, he kind of like – he said it, but then he circled back around and was kind of giving him his props. Yeah. I I just say, you know, he – Cheeto is now one of four people to beat him, and the other three were in title fights. A guy doesn't have as much success and beat the type of people that he does for as long as he has being, quote-unquote, low level. Definitely not low level. And I saw somebody else say – and I'll tell you who after because I just think it was so ignorant and stupid. A local fighter that hasn't accomplished really anything should be. But they 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 said that they said yeah I've been saying this for a long time. Dominate Cruz's style is low level. No, no, it's not. And to say that I think is is stupid. It I shows, think I, I think Cheeto being the competitor was like I can beat that guy like my yeah. style. I can beat that guy. That's one thing. But to say it's low level, I think that's a that's a very poor choice of words. Yeah, he. I mean, he. he I, in my book, he's still the greatest bantamweight of all time. The the sports evolving. Being very man. low level. Fighters are evolving. People figure there's enough tape out there on Dom. They 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 got that his little hoppity hop. People he are, sells it. Yeah. He sells but, it on Facebook. I I took the introduction course, like the free course, the free one. Um, I took the free course on, on it about his footwork and then you can buy the rest of the series to teach his, his footwork. And I took it and I played with it at the gym for like a month. Yeah. Like once you, once you, once you share your kind of his seat, his, it, it's a pattern. He, what yeah. he does is a pattern and oh, nobody yeah. can figure it out forever until Cody Garbrandt did. Yep. He, you notice he he would make a couple of bouncy steps and he'd take a deep breath and then he'd go again. He But he, he always did that. Yeah, but he just seemed a little he's old. Yeah, he just was a little that's more a, that's a hard style to do in your old age. Pre- predictable, maybe that's the word for it. A little more predictable now. I don't seemed. I don't think I don't think it's predictable. I think it's like you said, we've seen enough. He's he's literally put it out there for I can't remember a couple payments of 49.99 or whatever and you can you can you can learn his foot his 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 patterns and stuff like that because he did he but he before he was quick right so he's yeah. so quick that he can move in and out and touch you and blitz you and then out and then he's always doing this stuff and even if you know what he's doing you're so uncomfortable and not used to seeing it because nobody can replicate it that seeing it live and fast for the first time you it it you in five rounds isn't enough to get your timing down on it but if yeah. he starts slowing down just a little bit, and that's where Cody, that's where Cody caught him because Cody's hands still are. They're so fast, fast that he caught him, right? And he sat him down a few times. And then and then Cheeto, Cheeto did a very good job of like not chasing him around and exuding energy, trying yeah. to catch up to him. He waited until he had him in a corner, knew he did something, and then leaned off of it. And he didn't have anywhere to back up to. He did it on the yeah. cake. Like 
that's why I say I think Cheeto played a dangerous game because what if Dom never puts himself in that situation? But at the same time, Cheeto, I think, was kept. Cheeto kept Dom's back on the cage more and more as the fight grew. You think Cheeto paid the forty nine ninety nine? Three payments of forty nine ninety nine. Three payment. Possible. What's, so what's next for Cheeto? Do you give him uh, Sanhagen next? I don't think he fights for a title next because you got Aldo and, and no. Rob fighting this weekend. The winner of that, I would think, gets a title no. shot. I don't know. Al, Al Germain said that that was a number one contender fight and then the Marab aldo fight was a number one contender fight. And whoever won their fights more impressively would be number one contenders. Now, with that being said, I do not see Cheeto. I could see Cheeto maybe fighting the winner of Jan and Sugar Show. I, I like that. I like that. If if Sean O'Malley beats Jan, I could see you doing a Cheeto versus O'Malley to run it back for a number one cont- contender. What if Marab beats Aldo? Marab and, and Sterling aren't going to fight, are they? They train together, don't they? Marab said that he would drop down to 125 uh, before fighting Aljo for that. Ooh, ooh, that makes things interesting at 125. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Who do you got this? Who do you got this weekend? Oh, we can wait. We can wait till Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. Get some picks, dog. We got some picks to make. So, so Cheeto Sanhagen next four versus five. Yeah. Why no, not? isn't Sanhagen fighting? Who's Sanhagen fighting? He is fighting, uh, let's see. I thought Sterling said he'd move, he'd drop or move up. I uh, Sterling has talked about moving up to 145. He's a pretty big 135-er. Yeah, he's fighting really... uh, Song Yudong yeah, that's and right. Sanhagen. But that, get, that gets really messy if he moves up and Volkanovski's trying to move up. Like, what, what are we doing here, you know? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Like what? What are we? What are we doing here? If uh, if Aljo moves up and fights who? Yair for an interim title. Maybe. Does that do anything for you? I don't know. Aljo versus Yair. Josh Emmett gets left out, and does Aljo fight Josh Emmett for an interim? Like it doesn't really do anything for me. There's enough benefits to keep him busy. How about Aljo and Holloway? I don't. Really you don't want to see that. it. You think Aljo beats him? I think he. I. I. Very, I could see him backpacking him for five rounds. Dude, Aljo's pretty freaking good, man. I know. I know. He's That's okay. Good. On the feet, I think uh, Max puts it on him, but I think Aljo creates grappling exchanges and scrambles and. I, after what he did to Jan, I, I have a hard time. I have a hard time picking against him if he can fight somebody that he can create those grappling exchanges with. And yeah, all right. know, are we all just writing off TJ Dillashaw? No, I I think Aljo beats him. I I don't want to write him off, but once again, we we've talked about it. He's getting a little long in the tooth too. He's had a lot of layoffs. The sport's evolving. I think I he's think good too. 
I think Aljo beats him, but then, but then I, think Dillard, I think Dillashaw's also, you can make the claim that he's the second best Bantamweight of all time. So what if you give him and what if, if Aldo wins and TJ wins, do you do Aldo Dillashaw for the title? No, it's Aljo and Aljo still. I'm just, saying, I'm just saying if oh, Dillashaw if wins, wins the belt yes. and Aldo beats Mirage, yes. then you got to do Aldo versus TJ, right? Yes. yes. That's, I like that fight. Because that's going to be a freaking three-round war stand-up. Yes. Some good fights coming up. Good fights coming up. Hey, when do tickets go on sale for September? August? August 29th. 29th. August 29th. Not Monday. Blake asked us, do you think Henry comes into play? I don't think so. I don't think he's coming back. Here's the thing. I don't think Henry moves the meat the needle enough to demand that. You know, people are like, well, Connor gets to you, Connor moves the needle. Connor moves the needle. It's yeah. different. So Chell said something, and I think we talked about it before, but you know, the UFC was never about the two best fighters fighting. Yeah. It's a business first, and it's about what makes money first. And then if it's convenient, the two best fight, right? Yeah. Yep, yep. That's promoting one-on-one. If you want pure the best, that's what the Olympics are for. Go get in an Olympic sport. MMA is not that. It's a business first for the promotions, right? True. You know, we have, we yep. have a local fighter that um, had some pretty out egregious demands or whatever. Talented fighter. Very good. Don't think he's fighting anywhere any, anytime soon. Because business-wise, it doesn't make sense to give him what he wants. Yeah, it's a business first. It is a business first, and entertainment goes along hand in hand with that business above what's quote unquote fair. Yeah, if all things were fair, Tony Ferguson and Khabib would have fought way before Connor ever got a shot at 155. It's true, very true. But Connor moved the needle more than both of those guys did. You know, if we're talking about fair. Somebody like Corey Anderson probably would have got a shot at the 205 title in the UFC. Yeah. He didn't move the needle. If it was fair, Colby Covington would have gotten paid handsomely. But otherwise, they just said, "Eh, you know, you're a top five welterweight in the world, but you're not fun. So we're probably not going to renew your contract, man. You can look elsewhere. That's not fair. Yeah. But he made himself a businessman. Dollars. So when you talk about Henry Cejudo entering the conversation, he's tried really hard to put on the the cringe act, right? And yeah, I I think he does because like I'd watch. I don't like Henry Cejudo, but I'd watch, and that's what you want to be, right? Yeah, you want people to tune in to cheer for you, root against you. I don't care, just tune in. Well, the last thing you want to be is obsolete, where people go. Oh, he's fighting. Ah, I'm not going to watch. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the only thing you don't want to be. Did you see John Jones's coach tweeting about how people are going to be surprised at how he looks at heavyweight? No. Yeah, he's like you. People are. He's going to turn some heads at heavyweight. Okay, but is he going to fight like a killer again, or is he going to point fight again? Aren't they? Aren't they targeting him and Stipe for the end of this year, November, yeah. December? 281. That's the rumor. 
so many so what ifs. So everybody's so talking many about. What ifs. So everybody's talking about like. Uh, hold on, real quick. How how old is John Jones? He's mid thirties now. Yeah, it's got it. He's thirty five. Just turned thirty five last month. He's still got a couple good years. He hasn't taken a lot of damage outside the the one fight with Gustafsson. He doesn't really take a lot of damage in his fights. No, because he's been a point fighter for so long. The Tiago Santos fight, Tiago got him yeah. a few times. Yeah, he did. Um, but you know what I mean, man. You so it, it, it's entirely possible. It's entirely it's entirely possible that Stipe is never the same after the way that Francis knocked him out, right? We've seen yeah. that before. Somebody gets brutally knocked out, and then they come back, and we're just like, oh, they're fine, and they're never the same again, right? What if Jones just goes in there and What if Jones him? goes in and murks him in the first round? And then it's Oof. like, oh, now now Jones is the GOAT again, right? I mean, oh, he's, he's back. He's he's back. And here here's what – if Jones can do this, he'll ascend to another level that we haven't seen before. If he has a revitalization and and goes in and finishes Stipe, finishes Francis, finishes got gain, it's real gain, and you know, and goes three and 4 and defending the heavyweight title, and and looks spectacular doing it, and doesn't try and point fight him because that's the other thing. I don't think you can go out and just point fight as a heavyweight. And beat a bunch of high level guys. Who, I mean, I guess he does a lot of point. He's once once that Gustavson fight, but he was finishing people before that. Elbows. Oh yeah. Vitor Belfort, Machado choke, Rampage choke, knees. Like early, John Jones was a freaking killer. He was finishing. He was people. a monster. He was the go. He was a monster. He was the go. I, Man, I mean, people talk about Khabib. Why Khabib go look at the at the goat? Because he had three title defenses and he looked spectacular. Go look what John Jones did for his what? Nine people forget about that. Defenses? People forget about that because of all the outside the cage antics. Yeah. But in the cage, dude, he's, he's the best ever. He's the best. You, you can't ever. you can't dispute that. You can't dispute it for what he did. His accomplishment, his resume is unmatched. Well, we're gonna find out. That's good. All right. Anything else? You want to touch on anything else? We good? All good in the hood? So, so I, I do. I, I, I'm I keep fixating on this. Okay. I saw somebody else talking about it earlier, and so I was just like thinking about it again. What if, like, so I listened to Jorge. Somebody asked Jorge Masvidal what he thought about Nate Diaz and Chamaev. Yeah. And they, they gave him stylistically a terrible matchup. He said, but we learned something in the Gilbert Burns fight is Chamaev when he he wastes a lot of energy doing dumb things, kind of. Yeah. Like he tried to put Burns away when Burns wasn't ready to put away, and he he almost gassed himself out. If he does that against Nate Diaz, like how much did Chamaev learn from that fight? That's what we're gonna find out. Do you think do you think Chamaev comes in and just knocks out Nate Diaz? Just starches no. him? No. I don't either. No. 
Do you think he can submit Nate Diaz in the early rounds? Mm, I don't think so. He'd have okay. to hurt him so, pretty bad. So, He'd have to so hurt now, him pretty bad. So now, so now it comes like his okay. So his best chance is probably a doctor stoppage. But dude, if it yeah. gets round, if it gets to rounds four and five, like Nate's Nate's a live dog. If you're Jamai, is there an urgency to try and get him out in the first two three rounds? I think he wants. I mean, hopefully, it's not in his head. Getting in his head. Jamai go five rounds, and it's one thing to be a monster and always be training and doing this and that, but the adrenaline and the exertion you the output you put finishing somebody and if they won't go away. <sighs> yeah. But how does Diaz beat him though? Even if it gets to those oh. later rounds, what's how's Diaz going to beat him? Sub choke him out. Guillotine. You're naked choke. If, Ch- if Chamai gets tired, I, 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 I you think he'll break. You think he'll fold. He almost did against Gilbert. He stayed in that fight, man. That was impressive what he did with Gilbert. Oh, sure, but I'm, I'm, what I'm impressive. saying is it was three rounds. I think we all would agree if that fight goes five rounds, I think Gilbert Burns gets his hand raised by the end of it. Yeah, yeah. But it wasn't. That's... It wasn't, right? There's a lot of what-ifs, and you have to give Chamai credit where he – I'm just saying, I don't think it's as much of a foregone conclusion as everybody's talking about. I am talked into um, that Chamai could absolutely come out and just starch him, but – I'm just saying, like, I, I keep going back, circling back to this, and I may look stupid, but I'm like, if it gets drug into the fourth or fifth round and Chemayev's thrown the kitchen sink at him and can't get him out of there, that's a lot. I mean, that's where some inexperience comes in. He's never been in a five-round fight. He's never been in the main that. event on a Diaz UFC could, card like that. Diaz could just be like, hey, just pay me. I'm going to start taking a beating, and maybe he gives up a submission and just walks out and says, pay me. I, I don't see him doing that, but I don't know, dude. I, I, I'm I trying to think of ways. I, I understand what you're saying. I do. I'm just saying, I th- I'm not saying that Nate beats him or that I pick Nate to beat him or I think he's going to win. I'm just saying, I think too, I think people are talking, oh, this is, this is, this is too much. Jemai smashes him and it's over. I'm like, I'm not convinced that happens. I'm just yeah. not. And then if it gets into fourth or fifth round, Dude, we saw Leon Edwards is one of the best in the world. Watch him fight the pound for pound best that, you know, he obviously believes he can go go in there and win. And I and I think um, I think if Usman isn't on his A game, that is absolutely a fight that Leon Edwards can win. Yeah. If Usman isn't on his A game. Nate it's rocked, interesting. Nate rocked the crap out of Leon Edwards in the fifth round and almost if if Nate Diaz wasn't just Nate Diaz and he was any other fighter and didn't wobble him and have to stand and point and laugh at him and would have jumped on him. Yeah, he might have finished him. Yeah. I don't know. It makes it interesting. It's definitely interesting. It's not as crazy as I thought when they originally announced it. Yeah. I agree. Now that, now that it's all to... settling in. Yeah. I had a little time to think about it. I get it. I get it. I just, I, and I think, I don't know. 
And it like, and here's the other thing, and I had somebody point it, pointed out, Ammon Bennett, me and him were talking about it this morning. If Nate Diaz loses a decision, but Hamzat can't put him away, and Nate just fights to the end, like Mike says, and he can't put him away and stuff, his momentum going into a Jake Paul boxing match or whatever is going to be ginormous. Oh, yeah. yeah. UFC's that, biggest status monster couldn't even finish me. Yeah, that's that's true, too. He could set himself up for a <laughs> like pretty big he, damn payday. The only way his stock gets hurt, right, is if he gets slept or something. Yeah, could, that's a good point. It, it could happen. We've just never yeah. seen it. Oh, it's so interesting. So interesting. Anyways. Anyways, we'll see you guys on Thursday for our breakdown of UFC 278 Salt Lake City. I'm so stoked. I need to try to get off. I need a good excuse to get off work early to go to weigh-ins. See if we can pull it off. We'll see you guys on Thursday. We out. We are out.